Uh, guys, I want to thank you for allowing me to call in yet again. Uh, oh, another week man. where I don't show up in the Beat Lab, uh, and I announce it right before the show's recording. But today, I made a poor decision. Uh, my wife is out, uh, so I have uh, the kids. And I thought, I want dinner, but I don't want this leftovers I have in the house. So I made the mistake that Tony made. I went to Wegmans to try their Chinese food. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I got the Chinese food from the Wegmans, and it wasn't very good. But I also made the mistake of getting a slice of pizza, and they have ribs on their hot bar. And I thought, now, the ribs can't be bad, right? Now, admittedly, they're boiled ribs <laughs> with no sauce on them, but I got them anyway. And I don't know if I've ever gone to the bathroom more times than I have since oh. 6 p.m. tonight. Are they Asian ribs? No, they're just uh, boiled ribs that probably should not be eaten by humans. Now, you've listened to this show because you're clearly a part of this show. And Tony has said several thousand times don't that you Don't buy sh- the Wegmans meat. Don't buy the Wegmans meat. And also said that the Asian food at the Wegmans not great. <laughs> you decided to buy both yourself. Yeah, it was a poor decision. And, and I'll explain that decision in detail, so we have a 20-minute opener. I drove to the Wegmans. Right next to the Wegmans, they opened up a Mission barbecue. So I thought, I'll go to Mission, but I don't want to wait in line. But now I had the, th- the thought in my mind I wanted barbecue. So then I went to <laughs> Wegmans. I bought their ribs and whatever at the hot bar. I spent somehow $18 on, like, yeah. half a pound of food and slice of pizza. I made poor decisions all around, and I've been paying for it all night long. We want winners here. You smell like a winner! From days of long ago... From uncharted regions of the universe. Right. <laughs> we can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another week, another episode of radio for winners. Jeremy, Tony, share. Don, you know, I've actually made that same mistake where I will go to Wegmans and buy $30 worth of sushi. <laughs> and I could easily just go to a regular restaurant that sells sushi and just buy it there for like 30 bucks. I just picture you when you buy your sushi actually putting it in like that little child cart part of the cart. You know what I, I mean? To, actually, I like to put it in my socks. <laughs> um, and you eat the yeah, sushi I as you're going it- through the grocery store. No, I don't do that. I've never done that. I've never... Uh, never like, you're an eaten. asshole that you've got chopsticks and you're pushing a cart and you're just eating little tiny rolls of sushi. If I could get away with that, I would do it, but I feel too guilty. Why would you feel guilty? I don't feel like you should eat the food before you pay for it. Have you... Do you... Have you ever seen people do that? Like, yeah, they open stuff? Me. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like it either. Somebody takes, like, a, a half uh, a wrapper of whatever, like, half-eaten wrapper or something, they put on the uh, on the on the belt... And they're like, yeah, I'm buying this. You're like, of course you're buying it. You already ate half of it. Remember Giant used to have, like, the bulk barrels and used to be able to scoop food, like, into, like, bags of stuff, like, you know, nuts and, like, you know, gummy bears and stuff like that. I, people used to eat it all the time. I, uh, I had a, an experience this past weekend when I was at the grocery store and I was putting stuff down, as I usually do. Uh, and as a, a person who's 41, I do like to eat like a seven-year-old child. Uh, so I, <laughs> I had, like, uh, Captain Crunch. I had some candy, and then the cashier was like commenting on everything I was buying, like, "Oh, this looks great." I'm like, "Listen, I just, I don't need the commentary. Just, uh, just bag my, just bag my food." Do you feel yeah. that you eat that way because your parents somehow enabled you as a child? Uh, no, I feel like I eat that way because I'm sad. <laughs> I'm constantly, <laughs> constantly sad. 
Tony, it's too early for you to get away with this, but this is what I do. I like to take my kids in the store with me. So all that junk like that I buy, I go, yeah, he wanted it. But he's not going to eat any of that. It's not for them. I put it in a different cabinet they can't even reach. Those are my Captain Crunch. <laughs> I can't believe you two are fighting over Captain Crunch. I love Captain Crunch. We did a power like rank on that, didn't we? Oh, we did do a power rank on that already. I think I had Lucky Charms as number one. Why would you do that? Because Lucky Charms, I think, is a better cereal. Than Captain Crunch? Than Captain Crunch. But Captain Crunch lately... Uh, has been up there. Has been ranking up there. That and Berry Crunch. The Captain Crunch with the berries. Berry Crunch. Peanut <laughs> butter crunch, gentlemen. No, Peanut no way. That's disgusting. No, it's amazing. It's incredible. I'm eating some right now. This is actually just a replay of episode <laughs> 74. Check out episode 72 where we talk about <laughs> our power ranking of cereal. Ironically, we do have a power rank segment coming up. However, prior to that, I'd actually like to just... I, I, I feel like I just want to have a conversation, guys, about just feelings and just talking about us. That's the kind of episode it's going to be today. You're, well, shot out of a, you're shot out of a cannon today. I had a 14 and a half hour work day. Oh, uh, and then I so. also had a nice 90 minute commute home. <laughs> See, I sort of feel like what I want to talk about was I sort of feel like everybody's had like a bit of a bad day. Like I um. I, when I was working today, I, I happened to glance out at my text messages between you all, and Jeremy must have cussed in text message like <laughs> 17 times. I, I didn't know what the hell was going on with him. Yeah, I had a pretty rough day. I don't know if it if it matches a bad work day, but my grandparents died. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Actually, they died months ago. Okay. I just want to make you guys feel bad. I had a horrible work day. I'm supposed to be off <laughs> Jesus. all week. I was supposed to be off actually today through next Friday. Now, we are going to a family reunion slash memorial for my dead grandparents. So I was like, I'll, I'll turn that into a whole week off, and I'll milk it at the office and let everyone think that it's just this memorial. Uh, but so I was supposed to be off today. Uh, turns out today my, my vacation started with three mandatory teleconferences uh, that went till 5 p.m. that I have a lot of follow-up that I get to spend my weekend cleaning up some things I shouldn't have to clean up. Uh, and then I get to come back from my vacation slash memorial service early because I have meetings on Thursday. Uh, and probably oh. work up to get ready for this meeting on Thursday, all because my actual supervisor thought that it was a good idea to uh, send an email to everybody in a client's organization uh, telling them how they're not doing a good job. So that started a shitstorm right before my vacation, literally the day before I was supposed to take off. I'm extremely excited about it. I, um, I was going to say my day was kind of bad, but my day started off with um, – Literally, uh, no, <laughs> that would have been a good way to start a day off. But we're all, for some reason, on vacation at the same time. Well, however, I am not. Wait I was a minute. supposed to be on vacation next week. However, because of work, I am now not taking that vacation. I don't understand. I have to push totally it back two weeks. Right now. I, I, so am I the only one that's actually going to be on vacation next week? That appears to be the case. Actually, Coach Nick, do you want to chime in? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> hey, good, good commenting, uh, Coach Nick. <laughs> That's great. Man, that guy is a talker. Now, I, uh, I just wish that I could take a vacation, but I can't because uh, there's a lot of things going on. I didn't actually have plans like you guys did. I just wanted to take a week off and just stare at a wall. But now I have to push that staring to, at a wall back about two weeks. I, um, I, I, I mean, is somebody going to call me and tell me that I am also now not off next week? So, I mean, I'm currently still off as it, as it goes today. However, I did have a day today where I had somebody come in and tell me that they needed to speak to a manager. So when I got there, um, the customer proceeded to um, tell me 
really loud, what was I going to do about this situation? To which I said, there's really not a lot we can do about this situation. And as the word this came out of my mouth, this gentleman proceeded to yell, fuck you, as loud as he possibly could, 15 times. That's a rough day at Wendy's. I had a, <laughs> I had a store full of children, and he proceeded to yell, fuck you, very, very loud as he stormed out of the store. That was at 10, 10 this morning, 10 minutes after we opened our doors. Now, I do have a question. Was it a, a problem that warranted the loud fuck you, or was it honestly not a big deal? It was honestly not a very big deal, something that very much could have been handled in a different way. We tried to advise the person this uh, that it could be taken care of a different way. There wasn't a lot that we could personally do. Um, he, however, didn't want to hear that and proceeded to yell profanities as he exited the door. Now, I'd like to think that this gentleman was having just a bad day. Maybe he walked down to Sabaro's, got himself a piece of pizza, and, you know, maybe he turned his day around. But uh, chances are he probably got into his car and cut somebody off at a traffic light and brutally murdered them in the middle of an intersection. I now, for you everyone are... at home who's been playing the Guess Where Don Works game, Don just gave us another hint. This is hint number 17 of our series of 20, Sabaro's. Sabaros is the hint. Go ahead and write that down, number 17. Anyone who knows where Don works, go ahead and write it. Radio for winners, uh, rfwshow at gmail.com. The winner gets a broken pinata full of uh, wrappers for, uh, for Slim Jim. Very good, way, prize. By, Very good prize. By the way, Tony has had at least seven Slim Jims again tonight since he's been here. Uh, you are down now, Jeremy, to two Slim Jims and a meat stick, a uh, barbecue beef stick. Excuse me. It's a, uh, a beef stick. Why are we still have this pinata in the, in the beat lab? We're using it for next year. And it's already beat open. It's a little beat weird. Op- Who says beat open? <laughs> <laughs> Donnie Baltimore. <laughs> I tell you what, that thing's all beat open. All beat open. So you guys are now not off for the week. Well, I uh, I actually think I would prefer just not to have off the week versus having to come back <laughs> to work for like a day. After being off for a few days. Jeremy, you're going to, I mean, what happens if, like, let's say, quote, unquote, you're sick? Uh, I mean, it's a teleconference. Uh, so I, unless I'm literally dead, I have to attend this. Um, but the good news is I will probably still attend it from a remote facility that is not my house and just say that I was stuck where I'm going to be. I'm, I'm actually very angry about it. I was about 30 seconds away from just deciding I wasn't going to call in to any of these things today. And just see what they did. But I decided that uh, at least for another few months, I'm going to continue to pretend I don't absolutely hate it. I thought for a minute that maybe when I got called to handle this angry customer, that there was a possibility it was you out there on the floor just having a very, very bad day. And you decided to lose your shit in front of where <laughs> I work. That's what that's actually what I what I thought I was getting ready to walk into. You see this problem? It's this dick, asshole. That's what I was <laughs> So speaking of power rankings, as we spoke about it um, at least five <laughs> minutes ago. Um, <laughs> well, the good what news is, is that segue. good news is is that you can't be heard when we talk loud, but we do have another radio for winners power rank. Five seconds of sex. It's an all new power rank. That's right. This power rank. Power rank. rank. This power rank is for Jeremy only. Turn off that music because I'm remote and can't hear a thing. Yeah, we know. That's why we had to turn it down. So Jeremy has four items. 
power rank from your favorite to your least favorite. Your favorite to your least favorite, Jeremy. Those okay. four items are doing retrovaniacs, doing radio for winners, playing in, substa- in the subtastics, or playing in Bukaki party tonight. Oh, wow. Power rank. Number so one, down to your last. All down. Well, my most favorite uh, is clearly the Subtastics right now. You know why? Because <laughs> we're playing tomorrow night, uh, right. which will be after the show airs. So we're playing yesterday night. That is <laughs> uh, number one. But we're also playing the 28th at the sidebar and the 4th of August at... Uh, I don't remember where. Oh, Metropolitan Annapolis. going to be a lot of great shows coming up for the Subtastics. A great time. Favorite band right there. Second favorite thing to do was Bukaki Party Tonight. They, that's a close first, second tie, but since Bukaki Party Tonight does not practice and or play shows, uh, I'm going to make them number two. Number three, Retrovaniacs. Wow. Love it. Every couple <laughs> weeks, I get, to, I get to record and talk about old games, uh, especially because every two weeks, which is pretty <laughs> convenient. Sometimes three weeks, there's not really a hard schedule. And then number four is Sleeping. Sleeping is my fourth favorite thing. Um, my fifth favorite thing is picking weird scabs off my knee that I don't know where it came from. Probably the pool. Uh, number six, petting dogs I don't know. Uh, it, they don't have to be, like, not on the least, just random dogs I find just to test and see how angry they are. I like to do that at number six. Uh, number seven, eating Chinese food at Wegmans. Second, seventh favorite thing I like to do. And number eight. Find ways to cancel radio for winners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number nine, actually recording radio for winners. So that's my power ranking. All right. I, I don't I don't I don't think that <laughs> I don't And think. there you go, another episode, <laughs> another segment of Power Rank. Five seconds of sex. I don't think we gave him nine choices. I think we only gave him four. We only gave him four. He did not like uh, radio for winners appears. Why don't you like Radio for Winners, Jeremy? So, Don, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we've done 200-something shows. Um, essentially, they're all the same show. I don't know if you've listened to it. <laughs> we, could put, we could put episode five again tomorrow for our episode, and nobody would know because, first off, no one's listening. But secondly, they're all the exact same show. Now, I enjoy hanging out with you guys, so I'm going to continue to do this podcast uh, until we die. But uh, I will admit, sometimes it's a little taxing. <laughs> Jeremy, you make me very sad. I, I do apologize for making you sad. That's not the goal. I just thought it was supposed to be honest. I thought so. What, the, the, what this podcast is about is honesty. It is not friend. about honesty. It's about lies. Now, if we made Radio for Winners koozies, would that bump us up on the list? Ooh, that might put us up to seven. If you pay for it, Don. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that bumps, probably bumps us down if we're uh, stuck with the bill. <laughs> Well, would, it, would the show be better if we added Coach Nick? Coach Nick, you want to chime in? That's great, Coach Nick. <laughs> you can't say that on the radio, Coach Nick. Man. <laughs> Man, Coach Nick taking a beating today. Taking a beating. So this past weekend, I was uh, kind of bored. And I was like, well, you know, let me uh, do some uh, prepping on uh, on the show that I clearly didn't do any prepping. But I was like, you know what? I'll reach out to some folks via email that I haven't talked to in a while. Uh, and then uh, I got the responses back uh, from these people I haven't talked to in a while. And then I realized I really don't have anything to say to these people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, now I'm stuck because now I have to like, I have to communicate with these folks. So did, did they respond back to you? Yeah. Have you ever been like in a conversation and then you immediately regret that conversation? Every time I talk to Jeremy. <laughs> every, every Sunday night about nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> 
It happens a lot. It happens a lot to me. I think it happens to people that talk to me, too. I feel like every conversation that you're a part of, you do not want to be in that conversation. A good solid 95% of them, yes. It continues to surprise me, the, the fact that you actually have physical friends and that you actually have a wife. Because I continue to go back to how did you meet her? How did you meet friends if you don't I like don't to know. talk to people? Did I used to be talkative and fun? No. Really? Ever. I don't, I'm not very good at small talk in general. It's I'm, not true. It's, after a couple beers, you're clever I was and gonna, witty. I was going to say, drunk uh, Drunk Tony is kind of a fun Tony. But I don't drink as much any longer. I know. Well, it's because you're 41. I know. It's very depressing. It is getting kind of sad thinking about it. Yeah. Hey, did this set in for you, Jeremy, that you're 40? Uh, Yeah. I mean, uh, everything hurts. I knew that would happen, and but it was like overnight. Like, literally, I wake up every morning, and I feel like I have to stretch every every muscle in my body or I, when I move it all, it hurts. It just hurts a lot. I have to like walk down the steps where I put both feet on the same step. If I try to go down to like, like a normal person, <laughs> hurt my, my legs, uh, that happened overnight turning 40. When you get out of bed, how long does it take you to actually physically stand up once you have spun your body out of bed? See, this is the good news about having the world's worst cat. He wakes me up every morning at five 30 by biting my feet. So I actually, jump out of bed in a fit of rage to throw a cat <laughs> out. So I, I mean, I literally, I'm the fastest I've ever been at getting out of bed. It happens immediately, but that's because it's fueled entirely by rage. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremy, you are not here in the Beat Lab, and because you are not here in the Beat Lab, you are not going to be able to kick us off here with a segment that we do every single oh, week. Oh, I thought you were going to kick it off as you interviewed Sewer Hogan. I'm sorry. Continue. My God. It's a segment that we do every single week. Radio for Winners and the News. That's right, it's time for Radio for Winners and the News. Jeremy's not here, so it's the time where I get to talk about Radio for Winners and the News. I am very jealous that Jeremy does this every week. Are you really jealous that I do it every week? No. Or are you happy that I do it every week because you don't want to do it? Very happy. I cry a little inside. Well, a lot of people cry at this next story, which is about a wedding, Whoa. Don. A lot of people cry at weddings. That was great. Thank you very much for helping me. Nice out. one. So, as I was saying, a wedding. Now, Don, I did not go to your wedding because we were not friends at that time. We knew each other. Uh, but even if you invited me, I would not have gone. Thank you. Uh, I did go to Tony's wedding. Uh, Tony and you went to my wedding. So we're all very familiar with weddings and how even sad people who drink a lot can normally be okay at a wedding. But what if your wedding was ruined by an extremely drunk friend? An extremely drunk friend who maybe danced with like a cardboard cut out of a NASCAR driver. That <laughs> Something was, was happened that would make your wedding remarkable and bad at the same time. That's what <laughs> happened in Charlotte County, Florida. Uh, Brian and Jennifer Butler got married. Everything was going great. The actual ceremony went fine. They they get to the uh, the reception. They do their their cake. Everyone seems fine. But the maid of honor, Amanda Willis, then decides that's the time she's going to cut loose because it's time to party. So she downs an entire bottle. Of Tony's favorite liquor, Fireball. Wow. Nice. All right. And <laughs> seeds. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best I can come up with. So then try to leave the party because she's drunk. She wants to go home. Uh, so uh, even though they knew that she's going to do this, they took her keys. She just ran up to the best man, went to hug him, grabbed the keys out of his pocket, jumped in his car, uh, backed out, almost hit the best man and the groom. Uh, but the groom, thankfully, was able to jump into the car, stop the car. So she she came out of the car, went back inside, drank half a bottle of Captain Morgan. Wow. And that's when things went horribly awry. She <laughs> she went up to the best man and punched him in the face in the middle of the uh, the dance floor. 
the police were called. Uh, she also attacked the deputies when they showed up to uh, to take care of this situation. Ruined the reception for the wedding. Uh, but good news, uh, no longer friends with the bride. All so right. now if get married again <laughs> next time, she will not be there to ruin their next wedding. Oh man. Now she was the maid of honor. The maid of honor. And she ruined nope. the wedding. Yeah. Did you almost have somebody at your wedding, Tony, ruin your wedding for you? I feel like there was maybe maybe uh, almost an incident. There was a portion, <laughs> there was a time where John Moday took his dick out. Okay. Uh, and that could have potentially have ruined the wedding if certain people would have seen it. Okay. Now, to be fair to him, he didn't pull his own dick out. Someone else pulled his pants <laughs> down, and he refused to pull them back up. Now, that, that <laughs> I know that's semantics, but, but he didn't pull his own dick out. Potato, potato. What yeah. about yours, Don? Um, our wedding got crashed and several different times throughout the evening. But, um, no, I mean, we... Um, Don, I was invited. You were there. You were there. Yeah, I didn't crash. I, <laughs> I, I feel that I actually would have probably rather had Jeremy there, to be very honest with you. <laughs> really, looking back on it, would have much rather had Jeremy there over you. I don't know. That time frame, probably a good choice to bring Tony instead of me. Yeah, well, I, somebody was going to jail that evening, and it was one of you two, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, how about story number two? Are you ready? Story number two, also, unsurprisingly, a police incident. Go, Don. Have you ever been arrested... Have you ever done drugs? Have you ever been arrested for drugs? Well, this next story is a story that's going to combine the two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really just the second one, because you, <laughs> you asked if someone was arrested and then arrested for drugs. <laughs> really, it's just the second half. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This story is about being arrested for drugs, but not like you would think. All right. So in Salem, New Hampshire, Emily Morin, 26 years old, arrested for drug possession. Uh, because she had Suboxone. That's a it's a a drug used to treat heroin, but if you don't have a, a prescription, it's an illegal substance. Is that actually how you pronounce it? Suboxone. Okay. I trust me. I know my mother-in-law used. Well, Suboxone. Oh. <laughs> so she gets arrested for the Suboxone. Uh, then, you know, is is not held for a long time. Gets to leave. So she goes back to the police department the next day. Demands that they release her Suboxone because she needs it. Uh, and they said, of course, but you don't have a prescription. We're not giving it to you. Uh, and they noticed that she then, you know, slammed the door, drove it, got into her car and drove away. But when they arrested her the previous day, her license had been suspended. So the police just followed her back and arrested her again. And now she's sitting in jail waiting <laughs> for whatever her next court case would be. Because she wouldn't, uh, didn't think that going to the police station to ask for her illegal substances was a poor decision. Now, have you ever driven on a suspended license? No, Don. Actually, technically my license was never suspended. I always had a work allowance. Uh, <laughs> but I did not drive to work many times with that work allowance license. <laughs> I didn't know that you worked at a bar on, on Tuesday nights. I do. I work at that bar. And I, you, don't, you won't see me on the side where everyone you know, actually serves drinks or, or works at the door. I'm normally at the – I sit in a seat and act like a patron because I'm an undercover narc. Wow. Speaking of undercover narcs, maybe you could solve this next story. Have you ever gone to look for your sexual toy and not been able to find it? I'm sure that based off the smile that I see on Tony's face, he has gone through that. Well, guess what? Someone stole a dildo. Well, it wasn't like they broke into someone's house and stole their collection of dildos, which would be an amazing story. This is actually about somebody who just, you know, robbed from a novelty store. There the I air was. <laughs> of course. Uh, the area is Blue Springs, Missouri. Uh, police radio uh, was was called police were called uh, because 
Cirilla's, a local adult novelty emporium, was registering that somebody had come in and stolen several items. Uh, but it's the way that they, they described it to the police. Uh, the suspect left around foot at 10 p.m., quote, running north towards the grocery store with the two biggest dongs that I sell. <laughs> He's a white male with a shaved head, tattoo on his neck, and he has two giant dildos and a bottle of lotion. Oh, uh, technically, turns out, according to the manager, he swiped a $47 11-inch All-American Ultra Whopper curved dong. Whoa. He also stole a 10-inch dildo, you know, for just those casual nights. Uh, and a four-ounce <laughs> bottle of Doc Johnson's Joy Juice Lubricant. I'm sorry? Doc Johnson's Joy Juice Lubricant. Wow. He got uh, the Joy the Juice. Suspect still on the run, but if you do see a large white male with a tattoo, two dildos, and some lube, might be your guy. Wouldn't it have been better to say that the suspect's still on the loose? <laughs> Ugh. Is Bobby McFerrin playing with you in the Subtastics? Uh, Bobby McFerrin is our drummer. He, we don't have an actual drummer. We just have a beatboxer. It's just Bobby <laughs> McFerrin slapping his chest, making some noises. Uh, it's pretty great. Here's a little song I wrote. Anyone watching this online, which is just me, must be loving this right now. I can do that for you if you need me to. Well, you want to, you should show up on the 28th at the sidebar or the 4th at Metropolitan Annapolis. I can be that guy, like, from the Mighty Mighty Ballstones that just dances, like, sporadically, <laughs> like, up on the stage, like, wearing, like, the suit jacket. You know, he doesn't actually play an instrument, oh. sing a song. He just actually dances on the side. You're my hype man. Yes. You're the flavor flave of Subtastics. <laughs> You know, you can just put me on your beer koozies. Are you gonna have? Are you gonna be selling these things at your show? Oh yeah, we sell them for three dollars a pop. We're oh, selling wow. these koozies on. Uh, they're on fire. Three dollars a pop. Three dollars a pop. All right. Well, now that you guys aren't going on vacation, are we gonna do a show live and in person? Uh, um, probably not. Okay. Your rent is late. You might have to litigate. I don't worry. I'll be happy. I bet you had a Bobby McFerrin seat. How many songs do you think are on Bobby McFerrin's greatest hits? Just this one. How many remixes of this one? 14. That's fair. Reminds me of the Cosby show. Reminds me of the great Robin Williams and how he killed himself. Very tragic. Wow. Have a nice show, guys. Want to wish a happy retirement to Steve Rouse. Baltimore radio icon. I'd like to wish retirement on Hubaldo Jimenez. <laughs> Terrible pitcher for the Orioles. See you next week, everybody. See you. Don't worry.
be happy. You guys ever like have a good rough sex to this song? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Johnson just pounded. Bobby McFerrin and some Doc Johnson's Joy Lube. Three, two, one, go. You can follow. You can. (laughs) Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners, Facebook.com. Search for Radio for Winners, or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, rfwshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people of Jimmy James Incorporated. (laughs) 